Welcome to the first in our series of podcasts exploring some of the current trends and developments we at Steams and Harwood are seeing across the different areas of decarbonisation space that we advise in. I'm Archie Campbell, a partner in our real estate team and a member of the firm's decarbonisation group. First up in this podcast series, we're looking at the nuclear industry. As a property lawyer, it's an area I probably don't really know too much about and not directly involved in, so I'm very grateful to be joined today by Chris White, head of our nuclear team. Hi Chris, I know you've worked in the power sector and been involved in the nuclear industry for about 17 years now, is that right? Yeah, thanks Archie, really good to be here. So absolutely, so I've, I've been involved in-house and, and in practice and I've I've worked across the fuel cycle and new build sectors as well and I've been chairing the World Nuclear Association Law Group and the UK's Nuclear Industry Association's Law Group. Good, well sounds like we've got the right person to speak to then. Um, well, one thing as a property lawyer that I have come across um, is I've been hearing about the new nuclear development companies being incorporated to help deliver nuclear projects. Are you able to tell me a little bit more about this? Yeah, it's a really good point, Archie, because we're seeing quite a lot of development with these development companies coming along. And, and they're new because what they're really trying to do is unlock the socioeconomic benefits that nuclear offers for the UK. And because of that, you know, we've got energy and security with, with what's going on in the world. So things like decarbonising uh, and energy intensive industries and opening up um, supply chain opportunities for new build and for advanced reactors is a really exciting opportunity and these development companies are looking to harness that okay so so, so would it be fair to describe them perhaps as sort of taking on a very sophisticated project manager type role I think that's a fair comment. I mean, what they're really trying to do is bring it all together. So um, in terms of being a kind of guiding hand, they're looking at things like, um, you know, helping unlock co-funding and siting opportunities, as well as really bring development capability to the fore. And, and so I think you do need an element with nuclear. You always need an element of, of some guiding hand from the state, but you need a more strategic approach from the energy sector as well. And that's what we're gradually seeing. Thank you. And I know these are getting more common. I mean, do you have any examples of a recent nuclear development company you've come across? Absolutely. So we've recently seen the establishment of Solway Community Power, which is a company, private sector company based in Cumbria. And they're really taking a bottom up approach because they, they have an absolute belief in, in the nuclear sector, particularly in, in Cumbria, where there's a proud tradition of nuclear and nuclear decommissioning. And the first nuclear new build power station in the world was in Cumbria, of course. Um, and so they see a real opportunity and, and, and have signed an MOU with Rolls-Royce SMR to potentially deliver that to the Cumbrian people and to support local businesses. Okay. So 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 you, why do you think it is that Cumbria is the focus for them? I think what they're seeing is local pull because they're working with local authorities and with local supply chain companies and the people behind it are really embedded in the nuclear sector. You know, they have a pedigree that goes back, you know, almost generations. So they see a kind of once in a lifetime opportunity to really deliver for the people of Cumbria and of course deliver for the UK. Am I right in thinking that Wales is also an area often looked out for these sorts of companies? Absolutely. So the Welsh government also has a, its own um, state development company, which is called Communio Egino, which basically means new growth. And that began in 2021. And the original vision there was to kind of deliver a site plan um, for Trous Finnard. Trous is a, a nuclear power station that's been decommissioned in North Wales. But beyond that, they have a vision, you know, for bringing an SMR to Wales. And, and Wales, again, has a very strong tradition of nuclear, having operated the Wilver nuclear power station in North Wales for many years. And, and there are massive opportunities for the, again, for the Welsh supply chain and for the Welsh economy uh, and so wales and um, is taking forward a kind of development opportunity at a state level here great so it sounds like good support from the welsh government then um what about more generally what approach has the uk government as a whole taken 
Yeah, it's a really good point, Archie. So the UK government is no slouch here, and they established earlier this year Great British Nuclear, which is a new sovereign um, state body, arms length public body, um, which is designed to help you know the nuclear renaissance and really get some of these projects off the ground. So again, the, the UK focus is to deliver you know potentially co-funding, siting, technology selection, and bring some de- development cap- capability you know from the guiding hand of the state, as it were. And, and they've just announced a, de- a down selection of six technologies, SMR technologies, which is again really exciting. Uh, and those are EDF, Geotarchy, Holtec. New Scale, Rolls-Royce SMR and Westinghouse. And the idea is that they will move down to a further down selection and take forward potentially up to three SMR projects, probably around the spring of next year. Presumably very, very, very welcome. Absolutely, because there's, you know, there's everything to do here because we're really talking about providing, you know, sovereign energy for the UK. And we've also seen the Labour Party make announcements recently that they would probably go down this track as well uh, and may even accelerate it with with their, their plans for a great british energy which is a kind of a state-owned energy company that will take forward low carbon sovereign homegrown energy plans things like renewables wind and tidal and solar but of course nuclear new build in the guise of gigawatt large-scale projects but also um, smrs and advanced reactors the smaller nuclear development so again we do see a, a strong direction of travel here for development companies oh great great well, well, thank you very much for these updates, Chris. Um, I think it's been really interesting to hear from you and also very interesting perhaps to follow up with you this time next year to hear how the plans are materialised and sort of how active these nuclear development companies are. I mean, absolutely, Archie. It'd be great to come and update um, people again because I think what we really feel is these small reactors have an agile opportunity here to develop at sites where they're using modular build, they're much cheaper, and, and the opportunity to develop, you know, again, for the UK here, and export opportunities, as well as supply, supply numerous use cases such as hydrogen and heat and power is, is a really exciting opportunity. So please do stay tuned. Great. Yeah, well, let's speak. Same place, same time next year. <laughs> Thanks, Archie. And thank you very much to everyone for listening. Um, and please do get in touch with Chris or myself if you'd like to discuss this topic further. This was the first in a series of podcasts we're doing to reflect our activities in the decarbonisation sector and we'll be in touch about our second topic very soon. Thank you.